Our Heavenly Father, your love is beyond what we can understand. Your love is beyond our comprehension. We can never comprehend how the Almighty God was manifested in the flesh to reconcile us with himself. In Jesus Christ, your only begotten son. Father, we thank you because of that love we have the guarantee of eternal life. Because of that love, we are identified as your bride in this evening time. Father, because of that love, we are partaker of the rapture. Because of that love, our sins were forgiven. Father, we thank you. We praise you. Because you are the king of glory. You are the beautiful one among thousands. You are the Lord God in whom there is no lie. You are the Lord God who watches over his word to fulfill it. You are the Lord God who knows his name. Whenever we call you, you come on the scene to do exceedingly abundantly far above all we can imagine. Such a privilege to be associated by you. Such a privilege to be known by you. Receive all the glory, oh God. If is there any unconfessed sin, as Brother William Cooper sang, there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's vein. May that fountain cleanse each and every one of us so that we may feast under the divine atmosphere as we each one of us sit in heavenly places in you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Bless this fellowship. Bless the pastor. Bless the reading of the word. In Jesus' name, to pray. Before we have our seat, Psalms 133. I just want, in one way, to maintain the morning atmosphere. Because I was very much blessed. I think the same with you. Actually, I was telling Brother Gideon, I have my next sermon in Nairobi. Praise be Jesus. Amen. Psalms 133. We are still talking about God's blessings. Because there is nothing beautiful for a believer when you talk to God and He answers you. It feels good. Whenever the Lord answers you, behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard that went down to the skirt of his garments. As the dew of Hammon, and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life evermore. 
Ntingo musuro ogwa kerumoni ogukira kunsozi ezasayoni kubangeyo mukama jeyalagira omukisa kwebulamu obwe mirembe ne mirembe The Lord commanded the blessing even life forever more where there is unity Mukama yalagira emine omukisa noblamu obutagwao awali okutabagala The Lord add blessings upon the reading Mukama kagatomusa kusoma kwetu I greet you once more in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Are you blessed? So this morning, as the Holy Spirit was ministering to us, you know, so many things were uh, uh, going on in my head. I said, surely my prayer has been answered. And I believe also your prayer was answered. Because each and every one of us, before we left our house, we almost made the same prayer. Lord, speak to me today. And I did, he spoke to us this Hallelujah. Surely, I, when, when, when the word of God was going forth, I say to myself, this, the Lord is surely ministering to the lamb and the sheep. Lamb and sheep, I think it was well interpreted. Eh? Because we all know in John chapter 21, Jesus Christ asked Peter three times, Peter, do you love me more than this? He says, Lord, you know. He told me, take care of my sheep. And the second time, he told him, take care of my lamb. I don't know if you've read that one in the Bible. Peter was the pastor of the sheep and of the lamb. Sheep are big, are the mothers. Lamb are the babies. Today, the lamb and the sheep all receive their portion. Because sometimes it's only the lamb who gets their portion. Sometimes we preach. Uh, the sheep got their, get their portion. But I believe everyone of us got in portion this morning. Actually, I was telling the pastor that someone was fit for a conversion. Because there is no Christianity without divine blessings. There is no Christianity without seeing the manifestation of the Lord. There is no Christianity if the Lord is not blessing the work of your hand. We desire to be blessed. We desire to be in plenty. Actually, Brother Branham said, the Lord desires to bless you more than what, how, uh, uh, what you think yourself. But many at the times, we don't have that spiritual predisposition to receive those blessings. Why? As this, the word of God went forth, sin. Uh, if you read like in Genesis chapter 4 just listen to this verse eh? I'm just trying to, to go through uh, if you read Genesis chapter 4 look at verse 3 and in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord and Abel, he also brought of the first links of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord 
had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had no respect. I don't know, I don't know if you can see something there. Before the Lord accepted Abel offering, he accepted Abel first. Before the Lord rejected Cain offering, Cain was rejected first. Before your sacrifice is accepted, you yourself, you are supposed to be accepted by the Lord. Hallelujah! That's why as the word of God said, you can even tithe. You can offer the Lord big time, but there is, no, there is no feedback from the Lord. Why? Because the person is not accepted. You have to make sure you will be accepted first. And when you offer an offering, that offering will also be accepted. Hallelujah! Before Cain's uh, sacrifice was rejected, Cain himself was rejected. Even if he offered what kind of sacrifice, Since, he would have been uh, accepted. That's why he ended up giving a sacrifice out of, uh, without revelation. So make sure, brother and sister, we be accepted first. Then your offering will be accepted. Then you will experience God's blessings. When the pastor was talking about sexual immorality, you can agree with me the atmosphere of the church changed. That one was a very special anointing. I am a believer. I am a minister. And I can discern. It was beyond man talking. Hallelujah. Because our greatest sin of the Gentiles. Remember we are Gentiles. Actually Gentile is the polite word. Gentile is polite word. The correct word is pagans. Because as Paul said, we are, our forefathers were worshipping the sun. The, the sin of Gentiles is there are only two. Sexual immorality and idolatry. Hallelujah. How we dress, it always it has to be sexy. There's always what sex behind it. How we dance, it has to be sex. That's what you know. You know, Abraham said we are only three categories of people here on earth. We have the Jew, we have the Samaritans, and we have the Gentiles. Even when Jesus Christ was sending his disciples, he told them to only go to the house of Israel. Don't go to the Samaritans, don't go to the Gentiles. That's Matthew 10. Even when the Holy Spirit was being opened to the entire world, 
When the disciples start, start, uh, started preaching, they started with the Jewish Because whenever the Holy Spirit was given, Saint Peter was the one who had the key. Whenever the Holy Spirit was being given to the, to the people, Peter has to be there for the first time. That's why among the Jews, it has to be there. After the Jews, it was now the Samaritan. Acts chapter 8. Philip preached that he had to call Peter to come so that they may receive the Holy Spirit. That was the Samaritan. Only idolatry and sexual immorality. Because a man could sleep with his mother, a father with his daughter, a man with a man, and God was interdicting uh, those sexual immorality acts. Until from verse 20, the Bible says, This is the kind of sin being committed by the people of the that Canaanite. And they, they define the land. The Bible says, I got, I'm just quoting, no and the land vomited them. So in the eyes of the Lord, Canaan was empty. Because the inhabitants were vomited by the Lord. Even when the apostles were writing to us Gentiles, in Acts 15, he said, tell the Gentiles not to get involved in sexual immorality, food sacrifice to idol and the idol worshipping. So if you control, God helps you to deal with sexual immorality. See, if God helps you to deal with sexual immorality. Brother, sister, you've made, you've made a great step. Hallelujah! Because uh, I was, you know, even today my wife was dealing with uh, the teenage in the church. We deal with the youth and the teenage. A, a group of youth or believers. They were so shocked when I told them. The Lord God we are worshipping is the God of Israel. So in, in Israel, if you sleep with a girl, you marry her. You must marry her. Yes. Read the Bible, Exodus chapter 22. Exodus 22, verse 16. And the Bible says, 
You have to pay the bride price. The only person who can refuse that marriage is the father of the girl. But the Bible says even if the father refuses, you must go ahead and pay the bride price. Because a woman was made for one man. That's why sisters have the seal of virginity. So I even went ahead. So I told sisters, sister, the person who went with you first, remember according to the uh, to the law of Moses, that one is your husband. Hello? Am I communicating? Because of our ignorance, when the message came, that's why Brother Abraham told our sisters, you have to repent even though since you committed, committed sister when you are a Muslim, before you say yes to that brother, and it's the brother's prerogative to forgive or to accept you the way you are. And brother, if you are looking for a virgin, a sister tells you she's not, you're not supposed to spread that rumor. That's why you will be guilty before God. And after all, remember, remember, say, behind every bad woman there is a bad man. It as men who make women to be bad. Because brother, you go and lie to a sister, she becomes pregnant, and then you disappear. What, how do you expect that sister? There is no mother who can bear the pain of a child going hungry. That lady will be forced to go to prostitution. And who is guilty? A man. That's why if, if brothers can behave well, sisters will at peace. Remember Jesus said, come unto me, I'll give you peace. Because the first, person, the first thing Jesus gives to a, a sinner who comes to repent, it is peace. Because man's heart was created for God. When the word is not in that heart, you'll have some task. You try to quench it in various ways. No answer until Jesus comes in. And when a heart has peace, the repercussion of that peace will be felt by everybody who is around you. I will forget my phone here in the church. I will come after one week. I will still get that phone. Because people's heart has peace. But if I heart does not have peace. This phone will grow legs. And it will disappear. Because a heart does not have peace. In an extent, brother, if you are stealing people's chicken, chicken will sleep when you have peace. They can actually testify. Nowadays, we are no longer stolen. Because the person who was stealing us, he has peace. That's why girls in your in our estate will have peace. Girls. Because they will nev never hear again what Brother Branham calls wolf whistle. Wolf whistle, it's a quote. 
Yeah, even you, brother, you will go without, home without your neck, getting stiff. Because there are some brothers, he looks at the very painful. But once you have Jesus, that neck will have peace. Hallelujah. It is very for that's why I thank God for this message of the Brother, hour. Brother, that's the time the sister will have the best husband. That's the time the brother will have the best wife. It's not that you are special. Biologically speaking, but the heart has peace. Hallelujah. So I was blessed this morning. If something, bro, you know you have a weakness. It is a journey. Don't be ashamed to come and that's why you have a shepherd. Because what kills people? It is shame. Forgetting that you have a, a, a pastor. That pastor was given two shillings. When I was talking about the good Samaritan, that pastor has the spirit and one. He has that grace to handle your case. Hallelujah. I am still talking about God blessing. I don't know if I call it preaching or exhortation. Because I just call it blessings in unity. From where we are reading, I just want to talk blessings in unity. This morning, the Spirit of God was teaching us about blessings as an individual. Because you can be blessed as an individual. This journey is one man with God. In as much as God was dealing with Israel as a nation but he wanted them to also deal with him as an individual. Inasmuch as sometimes they were being punished because of the sin of one person but individual relation with God was of great matter to God. That's why, for example, Rabam will tell you a, a blushing prophet, in the message blushing prophet, blushing prophet, God has to select Israel for purpose. Because he wanted the Messiah to come through that line. So God's perfect will, God's perfect will was for the entire nation to be holy. Israel as a nation should be holy. But when you look in Israel, that's their holiness, it was kind of, it has some different level. There is the holiness for the entire congregation. There is the holiness for the priest. And there is the holiness for the high, uh, high priest. Other priests could defile themselves with their relatives. 
were offered by Noah. How comes we still have cows? How comes we still have sheep? Sunday school question. You don't answer because you know the answer. <laughs> so, you can realize the answer is only in, in, in Genesis chapter 7. We are reading Genesis chapter 7. And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou uh, and all thy house into the ark, for we have seen righteousness before me and this nation. This was, this was just before they, they got into the ark. He's been preaching for 120 years. Now, verse 2, the Bible says, of, of every clean beast, thou shalt take to thee by seven, the male and his female. And of the beasts that are not clean, by two, the male and his female. So, clean animal were entering the ark, a pair of seven. They entered 14. So, cows were 14. Seven male, seven female. Two by two, but a pair of seven. Because God knew they are the one who will be sacrificed the most. But if you ask how many, because our God is a God of difference, clean and unclean are not supposed to be the same number. Hallelujah. That's the provision he made for us to be also holy, to attain that level of a high priest. That's you can experience God's blessings as an individual. That's the time God can accept you. I don't want to go deep on that line. I want to stick to, stick to my uh, text. How it is blessed for brethren to dwell together in unity. And that unity is compared with the anointing oil upon Aaron. It does not make sense. Unity compared with the anointing oil of Aaron. And that's where God will command his blessings. And he is specifically about brethren. Because we all know the five steps of grace. How Jesus told his disciples uh, uh, John 14, uh, 15, 15. You are no longer my servant, you are now my friend. Because your friend is greater than your servant. When he rose from the death, he told me go and tell my brethren. Because your brother is greater than your friend. Galatians 4, Paul tells us how we became children of God by adoption. Because your child is greater than your brother. Revelation 19, he saw the bride. Because my wife is greater than my child. As I told you here once, if a brother loves the child more 
that the wife that married something wrong. We move from friend no, from servant to friend. From friend to brothers. Brothers to children. Children to the bride. And to every servant, it required a servant has to be faithful. And the friendship is based upon trust. And the brotherhood is based upon unity. To a child, it requires obedience. But for the bride, is the top. Submission. Which is equal to slavery. Submission and slavery has the same meaning. Where you don't argue with Where the, 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 the bridegroom and the bride are one. If, if you look at the Pentecostal, they end up at the level of children of God. If you hear in, you are in a taxi, you hear someone telling you, I'm the bride of Christ. The the language of bride of Christ is only with believer. Because someone take your pen and write in seven uh, church ages, in seven churches, where the Holy Spirit told the brother, I'm telling you a mystery. The word is in the bride that, is what, that it was in Mary. The bride has the mind of Christ. She has the that says the Lord. Because today in Kampala, if they need to see the bridegroom Jesus, they have to come and see because we are the one representing Christ. The bride and the bridegroom are one. Even in the natural, I, I, am, I assist a pastor. I assist a pastor. Even Brother Gideon here being a pastor. Brother, just bring him, bring him a case, a brother. Go to Brother Gideon. You tell Brother Gideon. Brother Gideon, Brother Gideon, out of respect, he's not going to hurt your feelings. Because he has the word, he will know if this sister is a witch. The greatest witch in that house is the brother. Because the, the someone choosing of a bride will go to his in his mind. Where Abraham said, a man chooses his own character. So, brother, if the, the sister is a witch, you are the biggest witch. If the sister is a thief, you are also the biggest witch. We may not tell you because we don't want to hurt your feelings. when we trust the spirit, we will go to the choice you made. So, but I'm talking up today about brothers. Every line about friendship, about celebrity, is someone on itself. But I'm just speaking about, uh, about brothers. Where unity is required. Because, after all, we would like to see God blessings as a church. As an individual and as a church. Where people in Kampala can talk and 
can, can be asked a question, where will I see God? Go to Because that church is in unity. But now, that, that unity is compared with the anointing oil. As I said, it does not make sense. Until you search the messenger. Until you search the prophet. Who gave us the, 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 the clue that that oil is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That oil is the Holy Spirit. And Apostle Paul will tell you in 1 Corinthians 12 that Holy Ghost is Christ himself. Because we know the Holy Spirit is Jesus Christ himself. Where Apostle Paul tells you it's Jesus and it's a body. Where we have hand, we have, we have feet, and every, every part of the body is important. So, David comparing the anointing oil with the unit of brothers can only be understood if you, you see the component of the anointing oil. What, what are the components which are making the anointing oil? We go to Exodus chapter 30. Exodus chapter 30. Listen to what the Bible says. Exodus chapter 30. I hope my interpreter will get those words right. Uh, a minute. Verse 22. twenty-two. Nechinamomo, Era oliva koza amafuta amatukuvu ago kupukiwangako omugavu ogutabu dwa namagezi gomukozi womugavu gariva mafuta amatukuvu ago kupukiwangako. If you see that reading, Bolaba you said we need like five elements to make the anointing oil. He said, take thou also uh, uh, the principal spices of pure Maya. Number one, we have Maya. Which is supposed to be 500 shekel. 500 shekel is like 5.8 kilograms. So Maya, its value was 5.8 kilograms. And sweet cinnamon. You need cinnamon. After taking the Maya, I take cinnamon. 
The value was half of Maya. Maya was, was, was 500 shekel. This one was 250. This one is 2 point something. And you need Kalamas. Which verse are you? Amina that's why in life, there are demons you can cast to yourself. What what demons is also called Malaria. Malaria. Musuja. But there are some demons you try. There is some resistance. Because as you are also trying to call for reinforcement, Brother Abraham said demonology, demons also call for reinforcement. So it means I have to add the value. If brothers are not around, I have to, uh, to add the value of my faith alone. Jesus said I will be forced to go to prayer and fasting to increase the value of that faith. But in a church like this, maybe it's urgent. Why do you bring your prayer request to the church? It's because you tried praying at home. It didn't work. You need some reinforcement. Now here is the question. How can I come ask for reinforcement from a sister whom I despise? Because we have that attitude of classes. Especially in Nairobi, I don't know about here. Where you see brothers with cars coming together for service. Brothers who have good job coming together. They look at a brother who is working like this. They despise him. They just greet him like, God bless you. A brother who is your class. You you give him a tight heart. You are forgetting that brother who is working like this, the value of his faith may be greater than yours. You need that brother. You need that sister. Because we want to see God blessings as a church. Where unity is needed. Where we treat every brother with respect. Because we don't know. That's why Brother Abraham preached, say, like a like communion, our biggest mistake as believers, we, we don't know how to discern the body of Christ. We have a problem discerning the body of Christ, which, which is believers. You look at a brother, you look at a sister, this is not my class. But here you are dying, you a simple, just a simple diarrhea. When we have a brother or a sister, who can just say a word that the demon goes? Because of your wrong attitude, you are suffering. Holy prophet of God, Brother Branham said, when you know what you are supposed to do, 
Nabi wakati no mtu kuviyagabo manye chokola nota chokola you will suffer ojakubona abona many of us here we are suffering knowing what we are supposed to do banji kufa ntubona abona ngatatu manye chokola but our attitude is wrong nendoze afenchamu listen to this quote muulizo kunokola kuno i think i can get just give me a minute mpeda chikanonyo kunokola because i came to listen to the word of god Genesis um, Deuteronomy chapter 7 from verse uh, 21 
Thou shalt not be afraid, uh, afraid of them, at them. For the Lord thy God is among you, a mighty God and terrible. Toba tienga kubanga mukama katonda wali wakati wo katondo mukuru wentisa. And the Lord thy God will put on those nations before thee by little and little. Thou may not consume them at once, lest the beasts of the field increase upon thee. Edamu kama katonda wa anasi mbula ngama wanga galima sogo mpola mpola tori inza kuba malawo monundu gumu ensorezo munsiko zileme okweyongeranga okukuyinza In simple English Muluzungwa ruangu The land belong to Israel yes Ensi yali ya Israel but they are very few the, the occupants of the land were many. God knew if he chased the Canaanite in a day, who was going to occupy the rest of the land? Those wild animals will invade you. So, those Canaanites were there just to keep to watch over Israel's blessings. As Israel was increasing, because God blesses someone a little by little. If you are a brother who is single, don't expect God to give you a four-bedroom house. Who is going to occupy those bedrooms? You keep on living in a single room. When a sister comes, sister Wanaja, your territory will be expanded. Because you have your blessing. That daughter of God has her blessing. From one bedroom, you go to uh, two bedrooms. When the coming, the territory will keep on expanding. Until when commuting with the taxi becomes a problem, from nowhere, a car will come. God, God blesses little by little. So, brother, when you go to, you will see a sister who is putting on a, a, a skirt that does not look like a skirt. Remember, she is the daughter of God. Her territory will keep on expanding one day. Sister, when a brother, a brother comes to propose to you, sister, brother, do you have a job? Brother, you know, Murim. Uh, where do you live? How many bedrooms? Uh, you, class. Class. Hey, you can ask this man of God. He's seen things. We've seen brothers who are walking with slippers. Driving Prado. Because they were right with God. And because their territory was supposed to be expanded. We know of sisters we are regretting. That brother proposed to me. I wish. Because you lacked you forgot that uh, we look for one thing as believers. As a sister, as a brother, whenever you want to get your partner, only one thing. Make sure the brother or the sister has the Holy Spirit. When he has the Holy Spirit, the territory will expand. Because in the Holy Spirit, we have everything you want. Everything is in the Holy Spirit. It is always good for brothers to dwell together in unity. Unity with God. Unity, unity with one another. Where we accept our difference. We are not the same height. We are not the same height. We are not the same uh, way. 
faith. Even spiritually. So you have to bear with the person maybe whose faith is a bit uh, let's say not like yours. Some cases the pastor will look at you can have two brothers. Two brothers who are following the fornication. Pastor, look at that case. This one I just believed last week. This one has been here more than a year. It will be hard on you, the brother one Because you know better. Because you are in the world. So we have to respect one another. And that respect is around the man of God. Who is the gift of God? We are sharing with uh, uh, Brother Rex at the pastor's office. You see, you see, people should supposed to offer to God. We are talking about this uh, tithe because I'm also from preaching uh-huh. about tithe. That God is the pastor. Uh, brother Rex, brother Bram said. The pastor is the angel of the church. The pastor is the husband of the church. Above him is the Holy Spirit. Now, I was telling Brother Rex, when you look at Brother Gideon, do you see an angel? Brother Gideon was eating. Do, do, angels, do angels look eat like that? That's our mistake. We don't look beyond the veil. And it's true, he's the angel of the church. According to the word of God. Hallelujah. Because I was telling Brother Rex, Brother Brother Abraham said, God God always answers prayer. But God is not good in wrapping the gift. Sometimes God wraps the gift. You look at the wrapping. You reject the gift. But before you reject the gift, Hallelujah. Before you reject the gift, open the box Because the message uh, uh, unchangeable God working in an unexpected way. Israel was praying for a king. They prayed for a king. And God in his mercy, he answers. And he gave them the king. Now that king, they are waiting for him to come with an escort of angels. Since God is not good in wrapping, the king came through the manger. They look at the wrapping. I remember the day I was doing my wedding. Some wrapping, brother, you see a big box like this. My wife and I here. Something. Bro, sometimes we got some, some glasses. I think it's like uh, two thousand here on the street. But very well. There's a gift that was not well wrapped. We looked at it. To open. Gas Hallelujah. Amen. God is not good. Because that's what I say. When you pray, believe God. If you don't believe him, you make God a liar. And the prophet says, I quote, don't make him a liar. Hallelujah. So, and with we, one another, we have to look behind the veil. You have to see the spirit of God because it is not given to anyone to see 
that the true water baptism is in Jesus name. That water is not given to anyone. Since the brother who is next to you or the sister saw that one, you owe that person a lot of respect. Because he has the revelation of the word. How many people here in Kampala don't see the baptism Baptism in Jesus' But that brother, in as much as I doesn't he doesn't have a PhD. A PhD which I call permanent head damage. So that brother or sister, brother, he doesn't have a PhD. PhD. But he saw that true baptism is in Jesus' name. Because Isaiah said, that Lord, even a fool will not get lost. Hallelujah. Amen. How beautiful. How precious it is for brethren to dwell together in unity where they respect one another because we want to be blessed. We want to see that God is working among us. We want to go to see that God being called out of history. We want to see God of Brother Branham on the scene in this church. How can we see that God if there is no unity? Hallelujah! So, brother and sister, we have, we have to be very careful. That's why it all depends with your relationship with God. It all depends with your faith with God. The more you love God, the more you are in God. Because remember, I said here once, God is not only what you think. That's why the book of Ephesians is different from other books. When the Ephesians 4, Apostle Paul says, I pray God day and night. That we should understand four things. And from Proverbs 13, going up to 19, you have to understand the height, the length, and the width of God's love. God has length. That's why Brother Branham said, you can only serve God. You can only believe God. Depending on how you understand Him. He said, Brabram went ahead to say, even if you see a lady dressing, dressing badly, don't blast her. That's how she understands God. That's how she understands God. Even if she has a skin tight going to church, don't blast her. Because what made you dress the way you are dressing? Because you understood God better. The more you understand God better, the more your faith grows. The more you see God in a brother, in a sister. Because if you don't understand God, your faith will be shaken. Because the biggest problem we have as believers is to take God by his word. I was asking the church in Nairobi, actually I'm doing some series of teaching about rapturing faith. Where Abraham said there is no rapture for you if you don't have divine healing faith. 
We cannot talk even about rapturing faith before divine healing faith. Which is very deep. So, brothers and sisters, about faith, I was telling the church, eh? our biggest problem is to take God, as Brother Abraham said, by his word. God says, for you to believe. Because word faith is mostly used in the New Testament. Go and search in the Old Testament. Bring me the word faith. The only one which is very clear is in Habakkuk. Where the Bible says, shall live by faith. Even about Abraham, it was a, he believed God. You can get the belief. But what faith is only in the New Testament. It's everywhere. Because Jesus knew him who believes God, him who has a good relationship with God, it means he has faith in me. Where you take God by his word, Remember what I told you here once. Allow me to repeat it. I was talking about John chapter uh, 11. Where Jesus was told uh, your friend Lazarus is sick. There's a book Brabram recommends for us to read. It's called The Prince of the House of David. Prince? Prince of the house of we have that book in Nairobi. If you start reading that book, uh, uh, it's so beautiful. It was written by a, a lady called, uh, I think, Adina. They were, they were living in Egypt. He went to Israel. They were Jew. She met John the Baptist on the scene. So all the events she was writing to the father was in Egypt. She, she's the one who was described how Lazarus and Jesus were buddies, close friends. Until the day, Jesus told Lazarus and Mary, we will meet where John was, we will meet somewhere. Everybody was going where John was. That lady said, when Jesus came, John the Baptist froze. He could not say, Behold the Lamb of God. It was awesome to him. When he said the Lamb, Lazarus looked and saw that that Lamb was Jesus. Because Jesus is the Lamb who walks on two feet. Lazarus could not comprehend. He almost felt that the friend I sleep with, the person who visits us, is the Lamb of God. And she said, from that time, they did not see Jesus again. He was busy with the ministry. She's the one who was saying we're about Batimaeus playing with two doves. When you hear Abraham told, we have talked to you about two doves. Zacchaeus' wife was called Rebecca. It is in that book about that lady. So, Jesus Christ, he was, he was told that friend of yours, him whom you love, is unwell. He said that sickness will not lead to death. He said, stay there. 
when he went he went after when Lazarus passed on now Jesus Christ went you know the story Mary came Martha came if you've been here Lord now Jesus Christ where did you put him he went to the tomb Jesus Christ came with a mission to raise Lazarus from the dead. Now, he told them, you remove the stone. There was a very great debate about the stone. He's smelling. But Jesus, as I told you last time, don't you think Jesus was able more than able to just look at the stone and fly away. Jesus Christ was able to just touch the stone and it will be rolled. But he did not remove the stone. And there was a major debate. You remove the stone. Mary, did I not tell you if you believe? Even here, a speck of tabernacle, if you want to see God's glory, we have to remove the stone. Jesus did not remove the stone. Why? Because he's not the one who put that stone. You are the ones who put the stone. It's up to you to remove the stone. You are the one who sinned. It's up to you to repent. Then you see God's glory. You are the one who put unbelief. Remove that unbelief. Then you will see God's glory. Hallelujah. Amen. The debate was upon the stone. Because what the Lord knows you are able to do. He cannot do that one food. He knows you need food. He will give you food. After I remember brother Gideon when he came to comment, he added something else. He even talked about to Peter. Where the angel came to the prison, he knew Peter was unable to break the, 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 the bars. The, that, those doors. He broke the bars. When he reached Peter, he told me where? Uh, you put your, your shoes. The angel did not help Peter to put on Because he knew Peter was able to put on his shoes. Hallelujah! If we want to see God's glory in unity, we have to learn to remove the stone. And believe you me, you will stay with Jesus there for a month until you play according to his tune. Until you remove that stone. Because you are the one who put that stone. The way, the same way you put it. The same way you sweat to put it. You are going to sweat to remove it. You are going to sweat to confess that sin. The same way you committed that sin. The same way you are going to sweat to confess that sin. Once you've done that one, you will do the rest. That's why Brother Abraham tells us, you just do the, your best. The Lord will do the rest. Hallelujah. Amen. How beautiful it's for brothers to dwell together in unity. It's like Aaron ointment, oil. Anointing oil that comes from the head. It's the beard, the robe. Because the value of the anointing oil component 
are not the same. We have to learn to believe God. Because we are believers. We are supposed to prosper spiritually, physically, financially. That's what John wrote to Gaius. I desire you prosper in health and in wealth because to whom belongs all the attributes of Jehovah. All the redemptive name of Jehovah belongs to you and me. There is no situation we face as believers which is not connected to one redemptive name of Jehovah. When I don't have money Jehovah Jireh. When I need, uh, I need peace, Jehovah Shalom. When I need his presence, Jehovah Shammah. When I am weak, Jehovah El Shaddai. Every situation has a Jehovah. Every circumstance has a Jehovah. But you have to remove the stone. Hallelujah. Amen. You have to remove the stone. Because that stone was put by you. That's why Brother Branham said. Eh? I think I'm about to finish. I give the pastor give me 10 minutes. I'll be done. Uh, listen to this quote. I'm in mean, the message job. Uh, 1955. Uh, paragraph, paragraph 35. This is what Brother Branham said. What if he was talking about Israelite when the death angel was passing? And some uh, Israelites were under the blood. Since they were under the blood, they were not supposed to be scared. And they said, what if the death angel with his sword in his hand sweeping the land you didn't have to wonder. You didn't have to wonder. Or to be scared was an insult to Jehovah. If a man, listen now, if a man once under the blood feels afraid that God won't keep his word. It is an insult to him. Whenever you fear, each one of, of, of us here is guilty of insulting the Lord. I, I started sharing with the family in the family altar, in the family fellowship. It, it, it whenever I doubt the word of God, I only knew about if I doubt the word of God, I make God a liar. Now, Brother Brother father, to say that if I doubt, it is I insult the Lord. Sister, don't insult the Lord. Brother, Brother, don't insult the Lord. How do we insult the Lord? By doubting his word. Because when we take his word, in the spirit of unity, bro, we will be blessed. Like Brother Rex was telling Brother Gideon, in 19, I don't know, 202. It seems like we only had one car. Look at our parking now. And I told me not yet, Brother, there are still more coming. 
they are still more coming. Because in this message, everything we need, we have them in this message. Brother Branham, Brother Branham was changing his car every two years. Did you know that? Even when he got involved with that accident, apart from him preaching about the, the, the uh, priest serpent, as he was planning to go and preach about it, one of the reasons was to change his car. Because our God, everything, everything in him belongs to us. Everything is the creator of everything. We are never supposed to be in lack. Because whenever there is a lack, as the Bible says, your joy is not full. But God perfect will it's for your joy to be full. Then you have to pray and believe. You have to respect the brother and the sister. You have to stand with the pastor. You have to know how to tie it. Today, brothers, we, we were preached about prosperity in a balanced way. I have known of brother and sister Actually, I told the church in Nairobi, I'm, I'm preparing a, a teaching especially about tithe and offering. Even to teach the church even the punishment of you not paying your tithe on time. <laughs> so, brother, until Brabram said, God said, try me. You have a thousand dollars. He said, okay, I'm a believer, I have to give hundred dollars. But when, as a believer, since we are not under the law, a Jew could give his tithe, murmuring, he will still be blessed. Because he's fulfilled the law. He's just like me in front of red light in, the, in, the, in traffic. Even if I'm murmuring about the red light, as long as I've stopped, I'm not, I'm not, I have no problem with the law. Because I've stopped, I'm murmuring. I, I, I didn't break the law. But in, in the new covenant, everything is done by love and faith. That's why you, when you give, you have to give joyfully. You give with happiness. Knowing that I'm fulfilling the word of God. But some of us are give with some regret. I was about to buy that border. That was costing $500. Now I have to give $50. If only that issue of tithe was not there. Bro, you just go and eat your tithe. Just accept a As a bride, you'll never be blessed. Because Brother Branham said, Here I'm telling you a mystery. The thought of your mind is loud in heaven. God knows your heart. So we desire to be blessed. We are blessed by obeying the word. How pleasant. How beautiful. Is for brethren. To dwell together in harmony. 
The anointing oil, the component were not the same. Our, our strength is in our diversity. Because the Lord God we are worshipping is God of variety. Some are tall, some are short, some faith is little, some big faith, but I need that faith for us to see God's glory. May the Lord God bless you in Jesus' name. Let's bow our head as I'm inviting our brother, our dear pastor, to come and take over from here. We are singing only believe. Brother, give me a see as the pastor is coming. Oh, 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 oh,